What is going on, everyone? Episode 37 of Blocker Talk Live. I'm Wack. This is our Thursday preview show where we take a look at some of the games you should be paying attention to across the state of Texas. Joining me, as always, I got Scotty T. I got Shayna. Let's welcome them in right now. Shayna, let's start with you. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. You know, it's been a great start to the week. We've had a lot of really good content coming out, and I'm ready for the games this week. We have quite a few big ones happening across the state. Yes, we do. Scotty, let's move to you. How are you doing, man? Dana, I don't know if I've ever complimented you on your background. I like how you got the vibe in the background. That's pretty sick. Love that. Uh, doing good, man. We're doing good. We were out at Aldine ISD yesterday getting ready for the winter media day. It's September 30th, but we're already kind of looking forward to head to some winter sports because they're right around the corner. But that also means that we're in the heart of football season. I agree with Shannon. So pumped for uh, what should be a really good slate of high school football this weekend. Yeah, we got uh, we got a lot of good games across the state, and we, of course, will talk about a few today. Um, before we do that, though, let's, let's talk about a game we're not talking about, and I guess we can somewhat talk about um, tonight. Um, is the Vipe Thursday Night Showdown um, presented by Guarantee Bacon Trust. It's Bridgeland taking on Cy Woods. A 6.30 kickoff, something you don't really see too much, although I know some games this week I've seen have changed like a 5.30 kickoff. I think that's actually Highland Park might have a 5.30 kickoff. It's something crazy like that. Um, but this game is free to watch uh, at your cable providers that you see below with the, the correct channels. Definitely take uh, take a look. This one looks to be a, a, a Bridgeland. Um, it should be a Bridgeland victory if you kind of look at it on paper. Scott, wouldn't you agree? <laughs> I mean, it's tough to be Connor Wigman. As we mentioned, Bridgeland lost a couple of pieces last year, but they still have Connor Wigman, five-star quarterback, Texas A&M commit. We were worried about weapons. Again, Connor Wigman is the weapon. That guy's all over the field currently doing an Instagram takeover. So go follow us on my Houston. Go check out Connor Wigman there. And, um, yeah, it's you would probably expect it to be a Bridgeland victory, but who knows? That's why we play the game. Worth noting, all those providers, it's probably going to be on the AT&T alternative channel because the Houston Astros right now could potentially clinch the AL West tonight. So you can flip back and forth. Stay on AT&T Sportsnet, but flip back and forth. Watch the Astros and then tune into Vibe Thursday Night Showdown and watch Connor Wigman. I'm pumped. I'm pumped to watch him. Once again, that is the Vite Thursday Night Showdown presented by Guaranteed Bacon and Trust uh, on AT&T Sportsnet. Again, do be aware that because the Houston Astros are playing, might be on the alternate channels, uh, Bridgeland versus Cy Woods. Uh, another game that we have that's uh, kind of a, an affiliate with it, Shannon will talk to us about on the High School Football Showdown on CW33 in, in Dallas. We have Marcus taking on Plano. Shana, give us a little insight on this one. You know, Flyerman Marcus is doing really great this year. We've seen some big wins come out of them. But Plano, you know, Plano's typically good. Um, I don't really know what's going on with them this season, Plano West, that is. Um, I do know that they are 1-3. and three. They've had a tough start to the season. But like I said, I don't know what's going on with them. Flyerman Marcus, though, they are – Coming off of a pretty pretty big loss to Flower Mound, uh, but as we talked about last week, in-city rivalries are always going to be tough losses, big wins. Uh, it's going to be a great game, so be sure that you tune in on CW33. 
Yeah, once again, that is CW33, our high school football showdown in the Dallas area. Uh, not very familiar on if there's anything that might stop it, like the Texas Rangers. I mean, they've lost 100 games, so I know they're not in the playoff hunt. So definitely um, <laughs> definitely tune in if you can and watch that. Uh, let's move on to some of our games across the state. Uh, and let's start with probably the one that, that's going to be least in doubt as far as the victor goes. Um, I mean, um, San Marcos will tell you themselves that they are them. So they're playing Westlake. Westlake takes on San Marcos. And they'll tell you themselves, Westlake, uh, in fact, they've said it on the coaches show, which you can find on Vibe, uh, on Vibe's YouTube page. Check that out. Uh, but they've said it themselves. Westlake and, and San Marcos are on different trajectories, right? Westlake is, is battling for state titles. San Marcos is battling to, to make the playoffs. Um, so this, this is a game where, for me, uh, it's not so much as looking to see if San Marcos – now, who knows? You're right. The ball bounces a couple of ways. You get up to a, a lead, and maybe they can hold on. And crazier things have happened, right? That's kind of the 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 1% probability. But what I'm really looking forward to seeing is, is how, how San Marcos does, right? You saw how they play against Lake Travis. Um, I know that for a fact, that, and they said this on, on their on their coaches' show this past week, they are sitting about five starters who have been banged up or are coming off injuries. They're waiting to bring them back. Uh, because for for San Marcos, it's really about the next five games, right? So after they, they've played Lake Travis, and now they play Westlake, they get the two toughest district opponents out of the way to start the district. After that, all they got to do is go five and zero, four and one, and they're probably in the playoffs. And, and with the squad I've seen so far, they've had a close loss against New Braunfels, and they had another cl- uh, close loss against San Antonio Holmes, where their starting quarterback didn't play for the second half. Of that game, and they barely lost that one because Coach Walsh decided to go for two in the win, and they just came up short. Um, and then they had a win against East Central, so um, you know they could easily be um, th- um, three and one instead of one and three right now. Um, ha- or wait, I'm sorry. Yes, did I get that right? Yes, I did. So three and one instead of one and three right now. If things had gone a little bit different, so um, I would expect them. This is a game for me to look at. Can San Mar- San Marcus fine tune some things? Play some big boys. You know, <laughs> that is Westlake. Um, I mean, because Kate Klubnick is, is tearing it up, um, and their defense is, is fine in that tune. I expect Westlake to get this win easy, but I'm looking at San Marcos to see what they can do to prepare for those last five games. Uh, Scott, what do you think about this game? If you're San Marcos, I think, because Coach Walsh, you know, you're trying to build a program. And you need to – whenever you, it's always good to see how you stack up against teams like Westlake because, as you mentioned, programs are in different points throughout their time. San Marcos is competing for a playoff bid. Westlake is competing for a state championship. I think that really puts it in perspective. But if you're Coach Walsh in San Marcos, you want to see how you stack up against that so then you can chase after the standard, chase after – the goal of winning a state championship and see and evaluate how far you need and how like how, how much needs how much work needs to be done in order to get to that point where you want to be at. If you're Sam Marcus still and Coach Walsh, I want to I want to see just good habits. You know, are you executing? If you might get you might get beat, but you don't want to beat yourself. If that makes sense, how are you executing? How are the play calls? If your coaches, how can you call and plan accordingly? Get your guys ready. If you get beat, you get beat, but you don't want to beat yourself. Yeah, and he, that's a good point. He talked about that after the loss to Lake Travis where they really beat themselves to start the game. I mean, Lake Travis went tw- up 21 
nothing quick, and, and some of that was because San Marcos was shooting themselves in, in the foot. So, Shana, what about you on this one? Um, I mean, we earlier we talked about, early in the season we talked about, you know, you see some games on the schedule and, and it's a given. I think this is one of those games. Can upsets happen? Absolutely. I'm not totally ruling it out, but something crazy would have had to happen with San Marcos's defense alone uh, this week for them to really put a stop to Westlake. Yeah, you're going to have to have those balls that just all of a sudden – are in the hands of San Marcos defense without realizing it type of type of games and 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 you know you never you never know in in in, in the sports any type of sport what can happen but this one should be a win for Westlake and it's more for me this one I'm looking at what San Marcos going to do in this game to prepare themselves for the next five games where they can make a make a you know they have a real legitimate shot to make the playoffs so we will see what happens. I think I think the only team that returned uh, outside of obviously we're not talking about Lake Travis and Westlake in that district the only team I think that returned more starters uh, from a year ago was Austin Bowie so it really tells you uh, and, and you've seen what happened with Hayes losing to Aiken so this district for the third and fourth playoff spots are really wide open at this point let's move on to our other game in the Austin San Antonio area and let's talk about let's go to San Antonio specifically Reagan versus Madison Probably the biggest game of the week in the San Antonio area. You have Reagan coming in at two and two, Madison coming in at three and one, an impressive three and one for them. Um, Madison, you know, only averaging uh, 191 yards per game. Reagan a little bit ahead with 201. Uh, they're both defense heavy, um, so this is going to be a real case of which defense is going to need to stand up. Reagan's missing their uh, junior running back. Who's had over 2,000 yards the the previous two seasons to injury? Um, Mavericks lead the all-time series 11 to 10, but Reagan won last year 38 or uh, 11 to 10. Yeah, Reagan uh, won last year's meeting 38 to 10. What do we think about this one, Scott? Uh, Scott, you're on mute. One day we'll get you. One day we'll get you used yeah, to, to clicking ahead. that unmute button. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Whenever you're talking, I want to go on mute so that nobody here in the office is distracting because this is a live <laughs> show, baby. You never know what you're going to get with a live show, so I'm trying to control what I can control. We're in the studio. Going on mute. Well, we had a studio. I got kicked out, though. Remember that? <laughs> I do. I do. I do. Cut deep. Hey, actually, though, they're building the uh, Vincent Van Gogh exhibit, something like that, across the street. That's where I got kicked out of from. It looks really cool. So – We'll have to do the. You have to do an episode. You have to do an episode out of the Vincent Van Gogh Museum, right behind. You know, right behind some of his work. There you go. Yeah, it's one of those that built makeshift walls, and they throw like a projector screen of Van Gogh or something. So maybe I could do it on my phone and be like, "Oh yeah, here's Vincent Van Gogh." (laughs) I don't remember, but anyway, going back to high school football here, I was saying I didn't realize the old time series is eleven to ten. It's pretty tough, as you mentioned. Reagan won last year. That means Madison is probably fired up to play them again this year. Madison is coming off a win, beating Churchill last week, while uh, Reagan did beat Lee 45-0. So both teams riding high. I, you know, don't make your pick yet. Don't, don't, make, don't make your pick yet. That was one of our picks tomorrow, so don't make the pick yet. But, yeah, I think it is going to be a close game. It's going to come down to defense for sure. Yeah, I think so too. It probably won't be a high-scoring affair, you know, especially in the day and age of Spread offenses, low grinded up, low scoring grinded up football. It's going to be see who can, I, it might come down to the last possession. Whoever has the ball last. 
Yeah, I think this one's going to be good for Madison. I mean, I think they lost to the, their biggest challenge of the year to Smith Smithson Valley, if I'm not mistaken, um, and they lost pretty handily. So uh, I think they're going to come in and look to see if they have righted some of those wrongs from, from that game. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, so they lost 28 nothing against uh, to Smithson Valley. Madison did. So they're going to be looking to – this is going to be their second biggest test of, of the season. Shannon, let me get you in here real quick and, and, and get your thoughts on this game. You know, Reagan, Reagan had a tough start to the season, but I think every moment since their Week 2 loss against Steele, they've been proving themselves, and we can expect them to come out strong. But I think the big catalyst in this game is going to be the junior running back on uh, uh, Reagan's side, uh, Keyshawn Rogers. If uh, Not Reagan, sorry, um, Madison's side. If he can consistently break through Reagan's defense, it's going to be a really good game. Yeah, so that one will be one to watch in the San Antonio area. So if you live in San Antonio, get to that game, check it out. Let's go on to. I want to skip. The, I have I have my little order here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna save the best the best for last. Um, let's go, Katie versus Katie Tompkins. As we all know, Katie is the defending six A Division two state champs. Um, they've won six of the last seven meetings over the Falcons, but as we do know. Um, Katie Tompkins did win last year, and that actually caused Katie to go D two, if I if I recall correctly. Um, so Katie led by Caleb Kroger, Seth Davis at running back, and Antonio Silva at wide receiver. Um, let's let's start with you. Let's start with you, Scott. Let's go to the Houston man himself. What do you think about this game? Well, what caused Katie to go D two last year was Seven Lakes making the playoffs. So I don't know if Seven Lakes is going to make the playoffs this year. You know. We just we just kicked off district play, so it's still a little too early to tell. Uh, them or Cinco Ranch. If Cinco Ranch makes it, I think that will knock Katie down to D2, if I'm not mistaken. So TBD on that. But, yeah, man, last year Katie had one of the upsets of the decade, beating Katie, knocking off Katie's 75-game district win streak. And then also that was the – so that was first Katie's district loss since 2008. But as Coach Joseph has talked about, that was the catalyst that really refocused the team, and then they ended up winning a state championship. Katie wants that district title back. Even though Katie's the state champion, they are not the district champs. Katie wants that title back. I think Katie wins with this. Cole Francis, the quarterback at Tompkins, he's a senior, but he sat behind Jalen Milrow, so he's learned a lot about the offense, and he's having a pretty good season so far. But at the end of the day, Katie is Katie. Last year, Jalen Milrose, the quarterback, he's off at Alabama. He was the Katie kryptonite. He just knew he was a dynamic, mobile quarterback who could make plays with his legs. Fantastic throw of the ball. If you see highlights from last year, he's throwing it all over the place. They still have some playmakers like Tompkins, but I think Katie gets it done. Even though Katie is banged up a little bit, they still come out with the victory, and then that will catapult them to win another district title. Yeah, Katie, Katie Tompkins is averaging 37 points per game on offense. And, and Katie, like you said, they want that district title. They have not lost district in back-to-back seasons since the 90s. I think Josh Cook, and check out the coaches show on this one. He, he mentioned it last night on the coaches show. I think he gave an exact date, but I believe it's sometime in the, in the 90s. So just a crazy run of district dominance by Katie not losing in back-to-back seasons. Scotty, I, I think you have something to say here. If I'm not mistaken, it was 90-91 season. Those two seasons back-to-back was the last time that Katie did not win a, a district title. 
I do not expect that streak to continue. I expect Katie to win. And uh, but if also didn't Josh Cook pick Katie Tompkins? Like, I do. That is bold, my I man. will say I do think this is that was some of him being behind in the 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 picks uh, records count overall records count. So uh, uh, of the games of the games that were there, that was one where I think picking against Katie was, was beneficial for him because that one could happen again. I don't know if it will, but he, he's got to make up some games somehow, uh, Scott. <laughs> I guess so, man. I guess so. I'm just saying it's bold, bold ever, ever picking against the Katie Tigers. Shana, I want, I want to turn it to you. Don't want to leave you out of this conversation. Katie, Katie Tompkins, what should we ex- expect? Should we expect Katie to come out with the fiery vengeance and not even be a close game in this one? You know, um, Katie is Katie, and, and I think everybody understands what I mean by that, especially after you two have given your input on Katie. Um, but you got to give some credit to Cole Francis for Katie Tompkins. He is throwing 63% pass completion, and then you have a young uh, sophomore receiver who's doing amazingly well with scoring. Um, I think ultimately this is going to be Tompkins' game to lose because they do have that fire. They do have the win from last season. Um but it's it's going to be an amazing game. They're both, if I'm not mistaken, aren't they both five and zero on the season? I do believe you're right. I will look at that record right now, though. So you're you're going to have a want a, a want and a will and a desire to win on both sides of this football, and it's going to be an absolutely insane game. I don't think it's going to be a shutout. I do think that Katie is Katie, but ultimately it's Tompkins' game to lose. So yes, Katie Tompkins is five and zero right now, and uh, so is Katie. So a battle of the unbeaten's. I think it's going to be a chippy game. It should be interesting. If you want to go and watch a game on Friday, this one might be it in in the city of Houston at Legacy Stadium at six p.m. So an earlier start time for this one. Let's move on to DFW. We have one more game we want to talk about in Houston, but I want to save that one for last. Because I do feel like it's the it's the game of the week across the state. Um, that game. Let, let's start with the, let's start with the surprise team in the Dallas area. Of course, that is McKinney Boyd, currently undefeated, taking on Allen, who, we, as we know, lost for the first time in their home stadium since it was built uh, in 2012, I believe was the year. Uh, so Allen coming off, I think, I believe their bye week, and McKinney Boyd, of course, five and zero for the first time in school history, um, already surpassed. Already surpassed its win total for each of the past three seasons. Uh, last time it won more than five games, McKinney Boyd, was in 2014. Uh, so this game, of course, as Scott said, McKinney Boyd is his team of destiny, and they really will need to be against Allen. Let, let's not let's not kid ourselves. Allen may have lost to Tascacita earlier in the year, but Allen is still a football powerhouse. Uh, Shayna, is this is this where the team of destiny, quote unquote, finally has its first trip up of the year? Um, you know, if you would have told me in the summer that going into this game, one of these teams was going to be five and zero, I would not have picked McKinney Boyd to be that team. With that said, though, they are strong and they're not looking to slow down. They they have, I believe, more to lose here. So we're going to see a fight from the start. Like you said, they haven't won more than five games since 2014, and that that's crazy. You have Ryan Shackleton, who's played an absolute major role this season, throwing over 1,000 yards, 12 touchdowns. And then you also have Carter Whitefield and Caden Park, both of which are consistently scoring for McKinney Boyd. 
on Allen's end, we have Allen. Allen is always strong. Yes, they lost to Atascacita, but I, I don't think that is too big of a loss for them to continue being the strong force that they always are on their field. Um, you know, I, I don't know if McKinney Boyd trips up this season, though. They're, they're going at it hard. Uh, Boyd's defense has to definitely put on the pressure, but we've seen that every week. We've seen Boyd's defense stepping up to the challenge and doing it. What we're going to really have to see from Allen is we're going to have to see Mike Hawkins be sure to get the ball off to fend off to fend off that strong Broncos defense. Um, I think at the same time, we're going to have to see Shackleton put in some extra work against Allen's defense. It's going to be a neck-and-neck battle, I think. Scott, let's turn to you now. Is this a team of destiny, or is this a team that just hasn't played competition like Allen up until this point of the season? Jana, I just want to make sure I got this right. You're saying that McKinney Boyd will beat Allen? Potentially? You think they got a chance? I'm I'm saying that they have a good chance to beat Allen, yes. Whoa, I love it. I love it because I want to give a Team of Destiny title out to somebody. If McKinney <laughs> Boyd wins, they're officially getting that title. Oh, man, but Allen's Allen. You know, that loss from Tastic Sita, you learn more from your losses than you do your wins, At the at, just in life in general almost. That's why football is a great analogy for life. So maybe I, I hope Allen learned a lot from themselves in that loss against Tascacita. So I, I, clearly they've bounced back. I don't know if McKinney Boyd has enough to get it done, they're, but they're fully capable. You know, they've won close games. The block field goal heard around the world. Like those are the type of victories. It's almost like um, maybe it's not a fair comparison total here, but when Baylor made it to the Sugar Bowl, they won a few games that they probably shouldn't have won. It's just in tight games, but to learn how to win, maybe McKinney Boyd is similar to that way, putting in those tight games, they're just learning how to win. I just don't know if they have the firepower to keep up with Allen. I could be wrong, though. All- What's crazy, though, is if you – sorry. If you if you look at this game on paper, it's it's McKinney Boyd's game. Um, you, you have a young quarterback in Allen, and granted, I don't think that he's not seasoned. I think he's a very good quarterback. But Ryan Shackleton is just – he's been putting up the stats this year for, for McKinney Boyd, and their defense also has been on their game. It will be interesting indeed to see if if it's not magic, but just talent that McKinney Boyd has. I definitely do think that Tassacita being Allen gives McKinney Boyd's kind of element of surprise, if you will. It throws that out the window, right, because Allen's – They've already maybe slept on one opponent once. They're not going to do it again. Um, so, you know, that's that's one negative mark for McKinney Boyd. I guess one, one good thing is they're not playing at Allen, so that's good for that's good for McKinney Boyd. Um, but, yeah, I, I I don't know. Like, yes, one's undefeated and Allen's not. And you say, oh, well, the undefeated team's going to – it's not always the case. Um, if, if McKinney Boyd does win this game, well, well then how do you not just – yeah, they're a team of destiny for sure, but they got to win this game. I don't know if they will. Um, I'll leave it up to you, the viewers, to determine that. Go Definitely go watch that game. Uh, it's going to be a good one um, on Friday. Next up, Denton Geyer taking on Prosper. Denton Geyer's uh, junior quarterback, Jackson Arnold, he's thrown 160 passes, which is third most among Area 6A players, uh, through 
uh, almost for 300 yards and three touchdowns last week as they beat McKinney, that McKinney boy McKinney, uh, that they only led, McKinney only led by two points through the fourth quarter. Uh, Geyer got the close win against Prosper last year, uh, scoring as time expired. Uh, Prosper, of course, is going to be looking for that revenge uh, this year. Shayna, do they get it? Actually, I don't pick this game because it is our pickums. So we'll, we'll be picking this game tomorrow. But what do you think? I'll say, what do you think Prosper's chances are? How about that? You know, I think I think Prosper is stronger than we think they are. Um, Geyer did beat them last year, twenty four twenty three, an extremely close game. But Prosper really, I think they really want this. Um, you have Harrison Rosar, and he's he's doing amazing. But aside from him, you have Malik Daly, who's consistently been a strong force on the ground for Prosper. On the other hand, with Geyer, you have four-star quarterback Jack, Jackson Arnold. You have Byron Phillips. You have Grayson O'Bara. All of them are doing really well. And Geyer probably wants us just as bad, especially after the season that they have started with. Um, I think Prosper certainly has a chance to put up quite the fight. What I think what I think is going to have to happen, though, is Rosar is going to have to remember to breathe um, in stressful situations against a strong team like Geyer to avoid throwing interceptions. I think interceptions have been big for Rosar so far this season. Scotty, what about you? What, what do you what do you make of this game? Uh, there we go. You got it. You I'm realized it. it. I, I, I kind of fixed it a little quicker this time. As soon as I started talking, I was like, oh, I don't have it. Uh, Jackson Arnold was having a great season. I mean, we've talked a lot about Atascacita beating Allen. Who beat Atascacita was Denton Geyer. So, uh, if I'm not – Denton Denton Geyer beat Denton Ryan earlier this year too. So, they just seem like they're humming on all pieces. Look, if you got to – because we were talking about, about McKinney Boyd's quarterback at, and, and Connor Wigman earlier with Bridgeland. If you have a, a – if you're a court, if you have the better quarterback, you're going to be in the game. It's just because the quarterback touches the ball every single play, and that's who you want. You want your playmakers getting the ball. So Jackson Arnold is the real deal. It sounds like with Prosper turnovers, if they can control the turnovers, it's going to be a close game. Uh, if I well, we'll do the pick them tomorrow, but I'm probably going to go with Geyer right now, just because of the quarterback play. There you go. Well, you'll get your official picks tomorrow on that one. Let's move on to the final game. Of the show, and that is, of course, the big one. Uh, spring taking on Westfield, as we know, spring with that Hail Mary pass last year to beat Westfield. And, uh, you know, West uh, Spring hasn't had a lot of success against Westfield. They're 3 and 15 against the Mustangs since 2004. Of course, we know they won last year's game. They're both starting off on fire. Westfield beating North Shore, as we know. Um, this game. Is our is one of our picks as well for tomorrow, so keep that in mind. But I think this lies on the shoulders of Bishop, of Bishop Davenport from Spring, does it not? Shana, let's start with you. What, uh, what do you want to tell us about this game that you see? Um, you know, I I think like you said, it lies on the on the shoulders of Davenport. Uh, he he does it all. He does it all for Spring. He rushes, he throws, he does not slow down from the time that he steps foot onto that field, and I think that's something huge. Um, but you got to remember that Williams isn't shy in the pocket either. Uh, we're going to have to see a really big game from Williams uh, combined with Westfield's defense um, against Spring. But Davenport is, you know, like like Scott was saying for Denton Geyer, 
uh, Davenport's the real deal. He doesn't slow down. He's good at everything that he seems to do on the field. So it's going to be a big game for him. Yeah, and if you haven't yet, definitely check out the Vibe U podcast where Will Tarboff interviewed Bishop Davenport. Westfield's uh, defense is only giving up eight points a game, Scott. Uh, I don't, you know, Springs definitely going to be the toughest offense that they've seen all year. What do you, what do you make of this matchup between spring offense versus Westfield defense? Well, we got to remember too what happened last year. Spring beat Westfield on a hell mary, and this is a not only an inner district game; it's an inner school district game. So Westfield, man, they have been edging for those spring lines for over a year now. Over a year. And Westfield are those dudes. They come with an attitude, with a swag. They are a very proud, and specifically a proud defensive team, led by Anthony Holmes right now, the D-tackle, committed to – I'm just blanking off the top of my head right now. I think Virginia maybe. Man, they, as you mentioned, eight points a game right now. They And you know who the most famous person to come out of them right now is? Ed Oliver, D-tackle for the Buffalo Bills. Also, shout-out to you, Josh. You know, Survivor fan, I forget his name, but the former NFL player went to Westfield High School as well and then LSU. So, very proud team, very proud defensive team. But they also have a great quarterback in Cardell Williams. We talked a lot about Bishop Davenport, and deservingly so. The guy is legit, and spring can put up a lot of points. How does the spring offense respond to this Westfield defense, but as you mentioned, Cardo Williams, he's a Tulsa commit. He's a great playmaker as well. Maybe uh, struggled a tad last season, had a really good sophomore campaign. Junior year was okay, but I, he's really got something to prove, and this is the game, and they've proven it, frankly, to, by beating North Shore, but this is the game that they've had circled on the counter for a year. It's going to be a dogfight, man. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. We're going to be out there getting highlights, live tweeting about it. It's going to be great. I'm I'm super pumped for this game. Definitely the game of the week across the state. Yeah, to, and to answer your questions, Anthony Holmes is committed to Virginia, and Danny McCray is is the name you're, you're looking for right there. Uh, so for for uh, the current contestant on Survivor, who is a Westfield alumni. Uh, that will be our show for today. Uh, we got uh, some great games that we talked about today, and we got some pickups tomorrow. So. Definitely come back around noon tomorrow for, for to see who we think is going to win each game. We got some that we talked about today, and we got some that we didn't talk about today that we will be picking. Uh, until then, Scotty, where can people go to find us? Man, go follow us on our social media platforms in Houston at Vibe Houston on Instagram and face and Instagram and Twitter. Facebook is at Vibe Texas. Of course, you can find all this great content at Vibe.com. Also, you can become a Vibe Insider. Premium content available for $2.99 a month and $1.99 a month if you pay yearly, but that's $24 a year. So pretty uh, pretty good stuff. We're really excited about the Vipe Insider program that launches tomorrow. So get pumped about that. Oh, look at that graphic. That is beautiful. So, yeah, go sign up for that uh, starting tomorrow. Again, $2.99 a month, $1.99 monthly. Um, I'm pumped about it. It's going to be great. They were that's going to be able to provide us some more exclusive premium content, but you'll also be able to find a lot of really good free stuff available to the average readership as well. And uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Josh, I don't know if you saw this. We passed 2,000 subs. I did see that. YouTube channel. We can't thank you all enough 
or subscribing to it. So hopefully, and let us know in the comment section too on what kind of content you want to see. If you love these long-form discussion articles, more highlights, more coaches shows, whatever you want, let us know. We love uh, hearing from you and getting the feedback. Shana, go ahead and plug that DFW area. Yeah, like Scott said, follow along on all of all of our social media platforms. For DFW content, you're going to find it on Twitter, at VibeDFW. A little bit different on Instagram, it's going to be at Vibe underscore DFW. We have new content every single day, and there's always something to talk about in high school sports, right? So just be sure that you're following us for all the news. And, you know, we don't have quite the coverage in the Austin-San Antonio area, but Vibe ATX, Vibe SATX on Twitter and Instagram – Check those bad boys out. We do release the rankings there. Uh, we do release. We we do a fun little uh, pick uh, picks presented by Academy on there on Fridays for for some of those uh, for the, those local area schools there. Uh, which I think me and Will are still tied for first. Scott, you're catching up a little, and Shana, you're kind of right there in second place. So uh, Josh uh, has some work to do to catch up there as well. So uh, definitely, thanks for tuning in. And tomorrow, we at noon, we will be back to pick some of these games. Definitely tune in for that. You won't want to miss it. Until then, I'm Wack, that's Scotty, and Shayna. This has been Vibe, Logger Talk Live. See you all tomorrow, guys. And we'll also see you at the games.